This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. We're not going to speak long enough that it's uh, going to take us to Tzayshek but to count Svira. It was such a practice like that, that they used to, in the shuls, have very long speeches between Mincha and This way they can count Svira at Tzayshek Echov. We're not going to speak that long. I want to discuss an interesting shayel someone asked me last week. Halacha Lamaisa. A guy came over to me, and he's uh, building a house. And then he's building himself a house. He wants to know, are the workers allowed to come on Cholomite and build the house? Can the workers come on Cholomite? But to make the case more complicated, if the workers don't come, then they won't finish it, and he'll have to pay another month's rent on where he was living now. So it was a mutter for the workers to come on Cholomite and build his house. That was a shayel. Maisha Shaya, last week someone asked me such a question. Now, what's the Shaila based on? So it's based on Halach and Shulchan Aruch and Hilchas Cholomites from Tavkov Mem Gimel. Mechabe Paskins, then on Cholomites is an Isra Amir Lenachri. Anything I can't do on Cholomites, I can't ask a guy to do it on Cholomites. And the Mishnah explains why is there an Isra Amir Lenachri on Cholomites? Because we treat it like Shabbos Viyamtiv, just like on Shabbos Viyamtiv, the rule of thumb is anything I can't do, I can't ask a guy to do. Same thing with Cholomites. Cholomite, anything I can't do, I can't ask a guy to do. And I can't build a, a house on Cholomite. That's also, that's binyan, that would be a prohibitive for a Jew. So if I can't do it, I can't ask a guy to do it. That's the rule of thumb. Now it's interesting, on Erev Pesach we mentioned, it's not like that. On Erev Pesach after Chatzos, even if I can't do it, I may ask a guy to do it. Because Erev Pesach is lower than Cholomite. But Cholomite proper rights to Shulchan Aruch, on Cholomite, anything you can't do, you can't ask a guy to do. It's very neat. I had a cleaning lady in my house today. And my wife kept on asking me, can I ask her to do the laundry? I said, if you can do the laundry, she can do the laundry. If you can't do the laundry, she can't do the laundry. Whatever you can do, she can do. There's an Isra Amil and Achim and Cholamoid. Whatever you can do, she can do. Anything she can't, you can't do, you can't. It's like Shabbos, Amil and Achim. Okay, so if that's the case, the Chayrit should be us. But if you look at the next Halach and Shulchan Aruch, Sif Beis, Shulchan Aruch talks about a case where a guy asks an Eni Yehudi to build him a house. He doesn't ask him on Cholamoid, he asks him months in advance to build a house. So Shulchan Aruch makes a chiluk between if he's building a house or if he's working on something private. Building a house is something before some. Everyone sees you're building a house. So the Shulchan Aruch writes, if I have someone build a house, it's open. Everyone can see that I hired him. So even though it's what we call a kablonis, he's not a schir yoyim. Schir yoyim means I pay him daily. Guy comes, he works nine to five, I pay him every single day. Kablonis means he gets paid for the job. When the job is over, he gets a check. How he gets it done is not my business. He gets the job done and I pay him a salary. So the Shulchan Aruch writes, Me'ikar adin, that's not us on Cholomite. If I hire a guy to do a job, and I say, listen, you build me the house, get it done. When, how, I don't care. So Me'ikar Adin says to Mishnah Bura, you could do that on Cholomite. So why is it us, sir? So Mishnah Bura says, it's a gzeira. We're afraid that the onlookers are not going to know the difference between if he's a sachir or if he's a, a, kab- a kablon. People don't know the makeup that you had with the worker. They'll think that you're paying him daily. They'll think you picked up a bunch of guys on the corner, you're paying them nine to five, paying them off the books cash, and they'll say, oh, I could do the same thing. And you can't, it's only motive as a kabbalah. That's what the Mishnah Bura writes. So the Bialoch and Hilcha Shabbos has a whole discussion. What happens if everyone knows he's a kabbalah? Let's say today, if you watched your neighbor's house being built, you'd say to yourself, yeah, these guys must be getting paid daily, nine to five. Of course not. We know how business works today. Today we know it works. You give, you give a guy a salary, you say, listen, make it work. And you know, the way it always is, they always charge you X, and by the time it comes, it's always X plus more, and then uh, you gotta pay the bill. So we all know today that building a house is a kablonis. So the Be'alach has a very long discussion in Hilcha Shabbos. Can we argue that Bizman Azid is no chashash anymore? 
No one thinks that when I see a guy building a house, you're going to think for a second, oh yeah, he must be getting paid by the day. This is not the norm. So the Mishnah has a long discussion. It's not exactly Machriya. Ramosha has a true meaning. Ramosha or Chaim Chayil Gimel Sam Hey, where he wants to say with regard to Shabbos, he thinks you could be Mekel. Ramosha wrote the truth in 1968. So Kolsha came today. I would assume we all assume that's the way business works. When you hire a guy to build a house, you're not paying him daily; you're paying him for the job. So Ramosha writes Meikar Din It's Muta, but he writes. But since the Velt is so lax with Shabbos, it's Kedai to be Machmer. That's what he writes in the Sefer. Even though he thinks it's mutter, he thinks b'makim today there's no chashash kablin. Everyone knows what a kablin is versus a sechir yoyma. But because it's such a hisrashlus in Shemir Shabbos, and Moshe thinks you should be machmer. That's the truth by Shabbos. So there's a famous Sefer written on Hilchas Chalamayit, written by Rabbi Zucker and Rabbi Francis. A nice Sefer in English, beautiful Sefer. So they want a time that according to this Rav Moshe, it should be also in Chalamayit. Why? Because since the Chalamayit, people are so mazals on Chalamayit, which is for sure true, they want a time the same Rav Moshe was machmer. With Shabbos, he'd be machmer with Cholamite as well. Okay, accepted or not accepted. So when the Shiloh came to me, I told him, ask someone else. I don't want to get involved because it's a hefzit. We're talking about a real hefzit. The guy's going to have to pay another month's rent. It could be a lot of money. So I decided to punt on that Shiloh. I said, you have to ask someone else. And I don't know what he did. But I think there's definitely stodden to be mekel. I think there's a lot of stodden to be mekel. Plus, again, this whole thing might only be mutter because he's a kablin, and we all know he's a kablin. There's no marasayin today. And plus the fact there's a loss. Like, I'm not saying dover of it. I'm saying he has it. He's going to lose money. So I definitely think there is markham to be mekel. But the shayla is still negeya. Let's say your gardener shows up tomorrow. Your gardener is a kablin. He doesn't get paid daily. He gets paid whatever it is, and he does whenever he wants to show up. So many Achorinim write, where Moshe write like this also, that your gardener, you should really ask him to leave. You should tell him, come a different day. You know, if he says, I can't, uh, whatever. Okay, but the uh, Chathchila, your gardener, even though he's really a Kablan, he doesn't get paid uh, daily, he gets paid for the job. He can do the job whenever he wants, but if he shows up on a day like Cholamoid, or on a day like Shabbos, Yom, it is really best that you ask them to leave, because it's not correct, even though, again, everyone knows a gardener doesn't get paid per day. Maybe there are gardeners who get paid per day. I don't know. But the, the assumption is a gardener gets paid per job, not per day. And therefore, it would technically be mutter. But we have this gzeir at the Rabbon. What's the gzeir? A zilzer or something? People are not going to know the difference between a kabbal and a sechir yayma. They're going to think that he's a sechir yayma. Huh? They don't know how the machi have with them. Today, you hire a guy on the street. How many people? I know people who go down every single day to the corners in certain communities and they hire Spanish guys to do jobs for them. They're sechir yayma. They're not a kabbal. They're sechir yayma. They pay him cash. No one says anything and they move on. So you don't know. You get, we think, average, 99% of the time, you don't really know. So there's a, uh, uh, that, that's one interesting child. Shmuel Prager pointed out to me something interesting that piqued my interest, so I decided to research it a little bit, that uh, we Ashkenazim, there are more rights in two places, once in Hilchas, Er, in Hilchas Pesach, in Tav Chavtas, and once in Hilchas Pesukah Zimmer, Simon Aleph, the Ramah writes that we don't say Mizmul Asaida on Shabbos, Yom Tif, Erev Pesach, some other days, and Pesach as well. Why don't we Ashkenazim say Tachanun Mizmul uh, I'm sorry, we don't say Mizmul Asayda. Why not? So we all know because the carbon Toida wasn't born on Shabbos, it wasn't born on Yom Tif, wasn't born on Pesach, wasn't born on Erev Pesach. That's the classical reason that we were told. Now it's interesting in both of those places the Mechaber doesn't say anything. The Mechaber doesn't pike up and say, "Well, I disagree." He says nothing. He doesn't say yes. He doesn't say no. But there is a Beis Yosef. It's a Mirash Payalov Hilchas Shabbos. Beis Yosef says, "I don't get this whole thing." He says, you think Amiris Mizmul Asayda is Kilu Hakrafta Toida? Mizmul Asayda is Hoida. We give Takarish Baruch It's not about the Makim Karim Toida. And therefore, if you look in many Svaradish Apoiskim, they talk the same Mizmul Asayda on Erev Pesach, and they say Mizmul Asayda on Pesach, and on Erev Imkeber, because it's not totally Navas Karim Toida. 
they hold mismosoid as a tefillah. So it's an expression of Oidot HaKadosh Baruch and therefore for that reason, it doesn't have to be omitted just because you don't bring a carbon tithe. Again, Ashkenazim don't follow that. But what Shul pointed out to me was in his machzer, he found the minhag that some people skip the first two words. They don't say mismosoid, they start from Hariul Hashem. And that was, it seems like to make a lot of sense. What do you gain by that minhag? So you bypass the tithe issue because you don't say the words mismosoid. And I looked and I found that this practice is recorded by the Maril. The Maril writes this. The Maril writes that he thinks that some people don't say Mizmosayda on Er Pesach and Pesach because of the Karmatayda. And he says, I have a very simple Eitzah. Skip the first two words. Just off Maril Hashem. Now the Maril carried an enormous amount of power when it came to Minhagim. If you look in the Ramah, he very often quotes the Maril. The Maril was a Biyaki ben Moshe Halevi. He lived in the 14th century. He lived through some very difficult times in Jewish history. A lot of bloodshed where he lived. He lived in the Rhine, Rhinelands. He lived in the Mainz in Germany. He saw a lot, a lot of death. He saw a lot of ter- terrible times. But he carried an enormous amount of weight in Minhogim. There's a thing called Minhogim Aril. The Ramah quotes from it almost every page. But for some reason, when it came to this, he doesn't quote it to Ramah. The Ramah says, no, no, Nizmol whatsoever. However, the Prima Godin writes, let's say a guy forgot. Let's say tomorrow morning you forgot. And you start Nizmol Hashem. Some guy starts saying, no, 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 no. Just finish it already. You already got through the complicated parts. Once you already said Mizmul Soida, the rest of it is not really a bad feeling. So if you talk on a day when you're not supposed to say Mizmul Soida, you already said Mizmul Soida, just the first two words, writes the Prima Godim, you should finish it already. Because since that's really the only part that's troublesome is the first two words. Like the Maril points out. Once you already said those first two words, then you can finish the tefillah the way it is. So it's interesting, Svar and Taka say it, and Ashkenazim don't because of the Ramah. But in the Maril, he had this minuk to skip the first two words and complete the rest of it just, conclu- just skipping the words, Mizmar Lesoidah.